thread. A singular thought expanded upon. Thread is the podcast of the Emerge Network. For more information, log on to EmergeNetwork.org. Hi, I'm Chuck Quinley, and welcome back to Thread. Today we're in Mark chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 16 through 20. We're going to talk about when the Lord speaks to you and redirects your life concerning your work life. Now, again, the message of this book is a true disciple has to act like a true disciple. You Discipleship is about action. Entering the kingdom of God is about action. It's not about talk. It's not about doctrine. It's about behavior. It's about obedience-based discipleship. And that's really what here in uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 16, this is what this section is about. In the first year of Jesus' ministry, he has called some men to be uh, disciples of his. They've attached themselves to him as a rabbi. And uh, he has started to move around in the northern part of the country where he actually moved from his childhood home of Nazareth. Now he lives down by the seashore in Capernaum, which is much better located. His mother moved with him and his unmarried uh, family members moved with him because he's the big brother. And he's taking care of them. Now, uh, Peter and Andrew, James and John, they've been part-time disciples. They live in this town. They have been uh, able to continue their life as it was. They've got their fishing business, which is, you know, doing pretty well. And, um, you know, it's just they've sort of got a sideline ministry. And there's a day in their life, though, when they have to make a decision. And that's the day that they receive their calling. And Jesus walks up to them, walks up to them one day, and they're just having a normal day. You know, they're they're uh, throwing the net in the sea, and Jesus speaks to them. No long introductions. He just says a command: "Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men." And it's really beautiful because it says. They immediately left their nets and they followed him. I mean, they didn't even pack up business. They just wrapped their nets up, tossed them in the boat and started to walk. Now they're walking down the street and Jesus is going down around the river, uh, the lake there goes a little farther. He sees two more, James and John, and they're also in the boat mending their net. And James and John are uh, sort of a distant cousins from him as we trace the lineage of their mother and, and Christ's mother. And so they've known Jesus for a while, and Jesus says the same thing to them. And the scripture says, they immediately left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants, and they went out with Jesus. These guys had to make a decision on that day about their occupation. And there may come a time in your life when the Lord speaks to you. And both of these men were gainfully employed. These, both these sets of brothers. They were gainfully employed. They had a good business. It was their family business. Things were going well for them. And I'm sure they were being blessed even in their business because of their connection to Jesus. But there was a day in their life when the Lord walked up on them. And he said, I want to change your 
work. You know, we're going to spend a third of our life working. So we're pretty sure that our work matters to God. It's a big thing. It's a big part of our life. And it, it shouldn't be a, you know, a sideline where you, you feel like your work is not part of your Christian journey and that that doesn't have anything to do with the kingdom. You know, your work is what God has called you into. Now, I'm in missions work and I'm a trainer within the body of Christ. But that's just because that's what he called me to do. Uh, he could just as easily and he could still just as easily call and up in that and say, OK, right now what I want you to do is something totally different. But as long as you know you heard from God, you have to be willing to make these adjustments in your mind. You know, I pastored for 20 years and my wife and I love pastoring and we were, you know, our identity was wrapped around that. It's a big family feeling thing. You know, so many people and they love you and you love them. You get a lot of touch and you have a role. And every time you enter the church, you know, you have a role. And um, and then there was a day when I just knew from the Lord we were supposed to leave pastoring. And I was supposed to go into media ministry and to train others in Asia how to use media for the gospel. And, man, we felt it. I mean, we did it. And at first it was exciting. But we also, when we showed up in church and we didn't have any function in the local body and we just sat and listened to others preach and we watched others lead and uh, nobody, you know, greeted you any different. You're like a visitor in the church. And it was like, wow, this really feels different. But we knew we were doing the thing we were supposed to do. You can't just hold on to things the way they always are because you don't grow. As long as your life stays static and everything's the same, there's no growth produced. You're in, you're in a zero state. And you can go on like that for 10 more years, but nothing is changing. You're not, nothing's developing in you. Now, you know, these guys have been fishing for a long time. And once you get it down, you know, it's kind of routine. So they weren't growing as men. They weren't stimulated intellectually. Nothing was going on in their life that was going to take them to the next level. And Jesus is never uh, hesitant to totally turn our tables over and say, okay, sell everything. You know, he tells us, well, imagine him saying this to you. Sell every possession you own. Give the money away to the poor. Don't put it. In, he didn't say you could put it in a savings account. Maybe get it later bankrupt yourself, sell everything you've got, give it to the poor, walk away and come join me. I'm taking you on a journey. And we know that story is later on in the Bible. And the guy goes, no way, I'm not doing it. Well, in, in Peter's case, Peter says, I'll do it. James and John say, I'll do it. Andrew says, I'm there. And they embrace the kingdom of God with their actions, whatever it costs, they're in. Don't hold anything back. If you're going to follow the Lord, you got to go all in. You just got to push all your, you know, push all your chips on the table and just say, Lord, I'm all in. You want to change my job. You want me to move to another city. You want me to get involved in something I've never done in my life before. You want to throw me over my head uh, into incompetence because that's what he'll do. He does that and that forces you to grow up to a competent level. But it's part of the journey of discipleship. And we're able to say, Lord, I'm all in. My life is yours. My heart is yours. And also, my work is yours. See you next time. 